Welcome, you're listening to the Daily Day Podcast. Episode 1, Orientation. Sunday. This is a thousand yen banknote. A thousand yen is worth about four pounds or six dollars. And this is a picture of Mount Fuji that is on the banknote. I am standing at the same spot where that image was originally taken. Hello, my name is Alex Day. This is The Daily Day and I thought I would give you a bit of an orientation as to what to expect on this channel. I'm gonna be making five videos a week, sometimes reading from books that I like. And I also wanna play loads of songs. I wanna play some songs whenever I can. I'm a musician, so I should make use of that. The rest of the time I'm just gonna be, you know, sharing stories and fun things from my life experiences. Vlogs, that's what they're called. There's a word for it. We've, we've, we've hit the nail on the head there. Generally, just trying to make your life a little bit better every day by filling it with joy. <laughs> Readings, vlogs, uh, songs, we're gonna explore together but this is what you can expect and I hope that you enjoy watching me every weekday sharing little bursts of happiness and joy with you. I bought this badge today that says smile on it and like it's it's smile and a sunflower just to be the most cliche that I possibly can. I'm just a person who wants to be happy. I mean I am happy like pretty much all the time and I want you to be happy and enjoying life. So if I can share that with you in any small way then I can even if it's just by sharing some stupid story about tattoos. I'm just gonna stop me there for a second. Hi, I'm back in my hotel now. It got so windy when I was filming that video. Here is a little clip of the end of the video. Can't go telling you a good tattoo story with the wind of Mount Fuji behind me. The tattoo story was basically that there's a sign, uh, there's this hot spring right near the hotel and there's a sign outside that, that in broken English says, anyone wearing tattoo is prohibited to enter in. And I found out it's because the Yakuza, which in related news is a thing, I thought that was like the mafia or the man or like, you know, <laughs> the ghost in the machine. Like, I didn't realize that the Yakuza was an actual thing, but apparently not only are they real, but they have loads of tattoos. They they have full sleeve tattoos, body tattoos, that show um, like their rank and stuff like that. And they used to murder people in the hot springs because you're buck naked. When you go into a hot spring, it's just you, glory to the world. And so you're, you know, completely unarmed, right? And so the Yakuza used to go in there and, and murder people and, and to try and get around this, all the hot springs agreed to prohibit people with uh, extensive tattooing as a kind of sly way of stopping murder in their hot springs by the Yakuza. And this is the thing I love about Japanese culture is there's so, there's so much honor <laughs> and respect that even a crime syndicate will respect a no tattoo policy. They won't even think maybe we should start hiring people into our syndicate who don't have tattoos. Maybe when, when they kill people, they shouldn't mark that on their body and then we can just get away with doing it all over again. They just look at it and go, no, we are not allowed in that establishment. So we're just gonna have to find another way of killing people because they won't accept people with tattoos and we don't accept people without tattoos. <laughs> so I thought that was great and it really summed up Japan for me. The other important thing I think I would want you to know about this channel is that there are no ads on it. It's completely like, I don't make any money from it. It's it's funded by donations. So I'll talk about that more another time. There's a link in the description. I think that's, well, risky, but also uh, worth doing because ads are annoying and everyone hates them. So uh, cool. That is the end. Monday. This week is National Mental Awareness Week. So I thought I would talk to you about meditation. Um, 
to put it in context, last week was UK Coffee Week. So take it with a pinch of salt. Everything's got a week. Um, but, you know, not one to miss an opportunity. Um, meditation, you say. That sounds fucking boring. Um, it's just sitting still doing nothing. Why would I do that? I've got stuff to do. Well, <laughs> um, I think the thing that's really cool about meditation, right? And loads of people that you wouldn't think are like hippies do it. Like Jerry Seinfeld is a big advocate of meditation. He said it got him through making his show Seinfeld um, by meditating every morning. Um, the Plum Village tradition of Buddhism, which is the one that I am interested in learning about, uh, describes themselves a lot as essentially the art of stopping. That's kind of the core of their practice. Um, that in this like very busy, connected world, um, it's nice, well, it's not so much nice, it's kind of really important for you to just take time out to just be still and be with yourself and, and like, you know, be in tune with yourself and other such phrases. Um, if you're constantly going from thing to thing, like, I, I know a lot of people, and I used to be one of them, that couldn't eat food unless I was watching something. And I would make breakfast and then I'd get my laptop up, right, right, breakfast is there, what am I going to watch? Put my laptop up. And I'd end up searching for like 20 minutes just to find something that I could watch. And my food would be cold and I'd be like, oh, okay, great, cool, found this really cool YouTube video, 10 minutes long, let's watch like a TED talk or something, let's watch it. And I'd get my dinner, breakfast, and um, it applies to dinner equally well. And then, uh, <laughs> this isn't a mindful thing. Um, and within about five minutes, I've finished my dinner and then I'm like, oh, I'm done with dinner now. So I turn the thing off. So it's like, what have I got out of that? <laughs> like, I haven't really paid attention to what I was eating because I was too busy just consuming like the stream of information, right? So I haven't really enjoyed my food. I'm not even really paying attention to the thing I'm watching because I am happy to stop as soon as I'm done needing a distraction. I think that's the point is it's distraction. It's, it's really hard for us to just sit and be with ourselves like the you know the amount of times you wake up in the morning and you just grab your phone like uh, 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 and I'm awake <laughs> it's like the the stream that wakes you up the stream of power of knowledge of information and um and I think a lot of people are afraid just to sit and be with themselves you know like if your phone died like I know people when their phone die they freak out. They get really panicked. I know people who, when they get a text message noise and they don't answer it, it makes them anxious, uh, which is scary, I think. Um, technology is just a tool. You can use it for good, and there's nothing wrong with technology, but um, but you need to be you know, in charge of it and not have it be in charge of you. So for me, meditation helps with that. It's a, it's a way, it's 20 minutes a day. And if you can't spare that, I think anyone can spare that. Um, if you can't spare that, then you're not being honest with yourself. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, you just sit and be still. And the whole, and also the whole point isn't to think of nothing, because you can't do that. Like your mind is always chatting a bit, so you can't think of nothing. The point is to move it to a single focus, um, which for me is breath. And people in Plum Village is breath. For some people, it's a mantra. They repeat like a Sanskrit word or whatever, like over and over again. Um, but I find breath better because you're doing breath anyway, you know, you're always breathing so you can just pay attention to it and just follow your breath without thinking of anything else. And it's actually very hard. Um, it's it's not hard like it's really, you know, taxing and a challenge and you feel really knackered afterwards. But like it's um, it's interesting how much your mind wanders almost without 
you being in control of it. But every time you meditate, it kind of you, it feels like you get more control over your own brain, which is a really nice feeling. Um, so that's why I do it, and that's that's my pitch. <laughs> if you want to meditate, or if you've thought about it, um, it's a way of yeah. Once once you can be still and just be with yourself, everything else you do in your day you pay more attention to. So then when you eat, you're just eating. And when you're watching the TED Talk, you're just watching the TED Talk. And when you're, you know, hanging out with your friends, you're just hanging out with your friends. It's, it, I think the people around you benefit from it because you're more present with them. Um, and you're not like half distracted on the phone or waiting for them to leave or whatever. You're, you're just with people. Um, I asked someone once what meditation does for them. And they said, it makes me more subtle. And I thought that was a really nice way of describing it. I mean, it just adds this little, you know, layer. Um, someone also who was teaching me meditation once said that if your mind is like a lake, um, your conscious mind is like the surface of the lake is just constantly rippling and going back and forth. And you know, it, the, the monkey mind is what the Plum Village monks call it. Um, but you're either you're either the monkey mind or the lazy mind. The monkey mind is swinging from thought to thought like really excitedly and unable to stop. And the lazy mind is just like. Oh. Um, and meditation kind of moves to the the middle way, which is what they call it in Buddhism. It's like the, just the point where those two things collide. Um, and uh, yeah, the guy who was teaching me meditation, he said that what what meditation does is brings you to the point in the lake where the surface meets the deep. So you're not so far under that you're just completely out of it, out of touch with reality. You're still aware of what's going. It's not like a trance. You're still, you know, you're just sitting, being aware. Um, but similarly, you're just slightly underneath where your thoughts have the space to bubble. So you, they still bubble and you can just kind of watch them kind of come and go, sort of like clouds. Um, but there's kind of a deeper thing that you can just do, like just observing it, with, and, but just being in touch with yourself. Um, it's really nice. I recommend it. Oh, I didn't press the right button. Tuesday. As I said yesterday, it's not super hard to, to meditate. Well, it, it, it's kind of a challenge, but only because you realise how much your mind wanders when you're not paying attention, which is really strange, actually. It almost feels, it's felt to me in the past, like, almost like I'm blacking out. I'll be focusing on, like, my breathing or whatever, and then my mind just, and it's just off, you know, thinking about, like, what I'm going to do later and holidays I've had when I was a kid and, you know, oh, what if I told that girl that I loved her and all this alternate version of the future where I'm a different person. And then suddenly I, I remember that I'm supposed to be paying attention to my breathing and I come back again and I'm like, oh, where did I go? <laughs> what started that? It's really odd. Um, my favourite thing about meditation is it just it just helps you be present, you know, for, for yourself and also for the people around you. Like, it makes you more in tune with who you are and who you want to be. I feel like I'm a truer version of myself when I practice properly. And um, and like a friend of mine says that whenever I go traveling, I always change. Like I, I come back kind of having changed. I feel like I stagnate when I'm still. Like if I'm in one, two, one place for too long, I just develop these habits and I don't really pay attention and I'm just, I'm not allowed, I don't let myself bloom if that makes sense like when i first went to plum village last september um, which is the a buddhist monastery in france i the way i described it to people was that i said i felt like for the first time in my life i'd been allowed to just fully bloom and see what i am really like in a place where there's no judgment or criticism of that and it was really lovely so meditation so you can't think of nothing because that is not how your brain works you have a consciousness um the idea of trying to try trying to silence that is mental so it's more about focusing it 
And then once you have that focus, you can apply that focus to other things in your life, as I said yesterday. Um, so for me, and people in Plum Village, um, I think the type of meditation this is this is, is Vipassana meditation. Uh, I don't know whether that word is Sanskrit or something, I'm, I've no idea. Um, but that's the type of thing it is, and it's basically thinking, yeah, focusing on your breathing. So um, you just breathe in and just pay attention to the fact that you're breathing in and being aware of it. Like most people don't know that they're breathing, you know what I mean? Like if someone said to you, do you know for the last 10 minutes, no one's breathed. Like there's been some weird thing in the air, it's like a solar solar event or whatever, and for 10 minutes every May, <laughs> no one breathes. Um, obviously you would think that's mental and not true, but you'd think that because it sounds crazy. You wouldn't be able to actually prove that you hadn't been breathing for the last 10 minutes. You'd be like, well, of course I've been breathing, so I'm alive. But if there was some possible way where you, you know, somehow worked out that you hadn't been breathing and you were still surviving for that little brief time, you wouldn't actually be able to disprove it because you're not aware of it, which is kind of strange. It's, some, it's a really basic thing that your body's doing. Um, so just being aware of it anyway. Um, breathe in and yeah, feel like the air when you breathe in is slightly cooler on your nose and the air when you breathe out is slightly warmer. That's one of the things I pay attention to, just focusing on like just the, the breath in my nose and you can feel like your diaphragm expanding and contracting. Not like that, not like, <laughs> like the Hulk. <laughs> um, but just, uh, yeah, just kind of taking a moment to just be still. Um, the standard I think to do is like 20 minutes a day. Just sit for 20 minutes and just be with yourself. It really calms you down. It, it helps you like, you don't feel like such a, you're in such a panic all the time. You don't feel like you're in such a rush. If you have time or you give yourself time to just sit and be still, then you know you have time to do anything else. Um, it's really lovely. I realise I'm not focusing too much on how to meditate, which is the point of the video, but it's just because all it is, is just sitting and focusing on breathing. And whenever your mind wanders, you try, you know, like, don't, don't like beat yourself up about it. Be like, oh, I'm trying to breathe And you just let it, let yourself kind of drift and come back. And it, it's okay if it wanders, but you just try and center yourself again. Um, and hopefully you should feel like, better at the end of it even if you just do it for like a couple of minutes you know like when this video finishes if you like just just take three breaths just like breathe in and out three times and just focus on nothing just try and like empty your head of everything else just so you can focus on thinking about your breathing in and out and you're just that and then when you're doing that you're just living in the present which is all we have so i hope that helps Wednesday. Yesterday I was walking out of this building in London and I smiled at this woman. I was just smiling at people and she smiled back at me and then started laughing self-consciously and then she said, I'm just trying to cool down my foot. So I looked at her, a bit confused and then looked down and she was wearing high heels and one of the uh, one of her feet was in the high heel, but the other foot was out and was just on like this cold floor. And uh, and I was like, oh, well, I didn't notice that. I was, <laughs> I was just smiling at you. And it really amused me. Um, and it reminded me like years ago, I can't remember exactly what it was that made me learn the lesson, but there was a point years ago when I realized that no one cares what you're doing. <laughs> and like, 
You know when you're like when you're really self-conscious about something. Like she was obviously thinking, oh, I look like a lunatic standing here with one shoe off, like barefoot on the floor, just, and that's why he's smiling at me because he kind of he's kind of like, all right, having a good time, and you know you 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 think that everyone's looking at you for the reasons that you know you think they would be looking at you, um, and actually everyone thinks that, and so no one's really looking at anyone because everyone's too busy thinking about themselves. Um, yeah, and I, I realised that some years ago that, it's, you know, if clothing, for example, if you're concerned about you've got a bit of like a, a rip on your shirt or something, and then you walk past someone, you don't think, oh, like, they, they had a bit of a rip on their shirt or whatever, you just, you just think, oh, I hope they didn't see my rip, or you, you judge their face and be like, ah, oh, they were smiling at me, like, obviously they saw... People are so busy worrying about what other people think that they don't have any time to actually worry about other people. <laughs> and so uh, I find that really interesting. Thursday. It is so much harder to meditate when you are on your own. This is something I've always found um, since I started meditating is that it's really hard to wake up in the morning and then go, I'm just going to sit on my own for 20 minutes and do nothing. When you're on retreat or surrounded by monks or other people that meditate, um, it's so easy because first of all, you've got your eyes shut and you're meditating and then you know you can feel other people around you are also doing it. And so you, it, it doesn't feel as much like there's no point me doing this or if I just stopped and just had breakfast, no one, I'm not letting anyone down, like no one would care. Um, whereas when you're with other people, you're kind of all reinforcing each other and that's really helpful. Um, and also it's more likely that someone will suggest it if you're with a bunch of people that will do it. So that's really nice. I meditated this morning and uh, I don't have anyone here who meditates where I am. Um, but what I decided to do was, uh, well two things, I texted a couple of my friends that I know meditate and I said, hey, I'm going to be meditating in 10 minutes um, if you want to join me. And one of them did, uh, my friend Tom. And he he said that he because he phoned me afterwards and we've just we've spent like an hour on the phone chatting which was really lovely as well because we haven't had a proper catch up in ages and that was really nice reinforcement because I you know wouldn't necessarily have texted him anyway here's what happened I texted him saying uh, I'm gonna meditate you know if you want to join me and he saw the text and went that's weird <laughs> but then he thought all right yeah might as well I'm not doing anything for the next half hour and he said he phoned me afterwards and said. I definitely would not have meditated today if you hadn't sent me that text, but it was really helpful to know you were doing it as well, even though we weren't actually together. And it was helpful for me as well, like I sent him this text and he went, alright, you're on. And then when I was meditating, I knew he was meditating, and so you're like, it was really nice reinforcement. Um, and, and also, when you're meditating, your eyes are shut, so for all intents and purposes, you could be in the same room. Obviously you know you're not, but like the experience is the same. So. That was really lovely. And then I just had a lovely catch up with my friend who, you know, I probably wouldn't have even spoke to today if I hadn't done that. And uh, it reminded me how lovely it is to have friends, which I know like, you know, I've had, I've always had friends. I'm not like, that sounds like a really lonely statement. It's so nice to have friends. But um, I think it's, it's so easy, isn't it? When you're in the middle of something and one of your like really good friends rings you on the phone and you're like, eh, not right now. And you just leave it and you just don't talk to people that much. Um, or you'd rather talk to people through like the the inhuman ways, like 
Facebook feeds and digital, you know, like social, where you're not really interacting with them as a person. You're not getting a human connection. You're just two people inputting data onto a feed. Um, so it was really nice to just connect with one of my friends and just she reminded me, oh, it's really lovely. And yeah, it was really good. Anyway, um, I don't know if you've been keeping up with all of the, the feeds and stuff. Basically, in setting up this new online project, I've set up um, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram, all for the Daily Day. And the usernames for all of those is that Daily Day. So it's thatdailyday.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash thatdailyday, etc. Uh, for for all of them, I'm still I'm still working on getting all the logos and information and stuff, so they look a bit bare at the moment. But um, if you want to follow me on each of those things, on the Tumblr, I want to be kind of answering questions and reblogging stuff. Um, Twitter, basically, I, like okay, this is my point. On Twitter, um, this morning, I when I was about to meditate, as well as sending that text out to a couple of friends, I also tweeted saying I'm going to be meditating in ten minutes. If you want to join me. Um, and if you are interested in meditating and you feel like it would be easier knowing when someone else is doing it, then feel free to follow that daily day on Twitter. And then every time I meditate, I will let you guys know. Um, so you can kind of like sit with me and we can feel like the collective, the collective energy of mindfulness. And that would be really good. And then the Instagram, I'm trying to, same as daily day, I want to post up like one picture a day, which is kind of like a nice picture. So, hmm. Oh, the video's ended. Oh, I didn't realise. Okay. Friday. Let's take